Welcome to your Daily Dose with Bob and Nick. Today's episode pairs into two fun, interesting parts of Nick's life. His total nerd obsession with typewriters and his recent road trip with his teenage daughter. It's a dose full of awkward deliciousness. Enjoy. I had to sit on my hands with my tongue. <laughs> What's that? It made me laugh. I know, it, I, I know what it means, but it, it's like... It was one of those times I'm in the middle of this experience... And that's exactly what went through my head. And I'm like, oh, this is something I have to talk to Bob about. <laughs> and so I took my daughter, my oldest, up to Jacksonville. She was going to a show up there. Oh, yeah. She really wanted to see this band. And she was meeting a friend of hers from high school who had moved to Tallahassee, who was coming out uh, to see it as well. So I planned out this whole day for us up there because what what's up in Jacksonville but one of the few remaining typewriter repair stores oh, wow. in the U.S. That's real. Wow. Yeah, so I met uh, Bill and at McDavid Typewriter Repair, and he's been uh, uh, fixing typewriters for 66 years. Oh, So this man. isn't like somebody younger, like hipster, like just starting a typewriter shop. Or this is a person who actually used typewriters for to communicate for years. Ever. Yeah. Wow. Forever. And so how still, old is he if he's doing it for 66 years? Uh, he's got to be in his 80s. Wow. Yeah. So there's a brief stint where he was in the army, he said, and then pretty much been doing it forever um is he a solo shop is he just by himself? Uh, so i wanted to intern obviously but he's got uh, <laughs> somebody helping him out now former uh, fbi agent apparently wow so it was really neat because i asked him about a lot of the stuff that he had on sale i just got this ibm selectric oh yeah so he had the little the, so balls. the balls in different yeah. fonts so he had a few of those so i, I love that I so much i was so happy when that was invented yeah because it changed typing for me. to be able to change the font yeah. on your typewriter was like what and think about it here we are in, in digital editing world right how easy all those things are. And yet we lived long enough that we've worked on manual typewriters. I mean, all of my papers for college were typed on typewriters. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, the, the personal computer was introduced the year that I graduated. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's funny to, to hear you talk about that. And I actually use IBM Selectric in a story that I tell on stage. Uh, oh, do you really? Because yeah, because QWERTY, you know, QWERTY, oh, yeah. right. And the yeah. whole concept of QWERTY is that they organize the keyboard around being able to use the most popular keys without getting them tangled up. Uh, and, of course, when they created the IBM Selectric, that became obsolete. We didn't you have could to type do so QWERTY. Yeah, yeah, you could type any letters that you want. It would never get tangled up. Yep. And yet, here we are still. in 2021 still putting QWERTY on our keyboards, right? So anyways, okay, so you're up there and you're so meeting with Bill. we went up there. We went to a comic book shop. We went to a record store. We went to... Now, did you map all this out before you actually oh, went? Uh, a lot of it. I knew yeah. we were going to be near this really cool part of town uh, called Five Points. Uh, and Riverside. Uh, so Jacksonville, like I don't think of Jacksonville as a destination necessarily. Yeah, yeah. It's a little bit farther away. You know, Tampa is closer. Uh, maybe there's something culturally more significant going on in Miami. Yeah. But Jacksonville is really cool. So anyway, um, we met up with this friend of hers at a coffee shop next to the record store. And I could tell like they were really nervous about uh, talking to each other with me there. And I was like, my first inclination is to get the conversation going, right? And I'm like, 
wait, oh, they don't want me here. They don't <laughs> oh. need me here. Not that they don't want me, but they don't right, need me here. Right. Like I am an obstacle. Yeah. So I went out. I was like, oh, I got to make a phone call. And then we went to a barcade. We went to a little uh, thrift store boutique. What's and then we barcade? went to dinner. Oh, it's like a bar with video games. Oh, a barcade. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. I never heard the so term before. So we played video games for a while. I played Galaga, of course. Oh, and then, love it. Old school. Uh, it was really a dinner. They were a little more warmed up. They were sitting next to each other. But I was like, oh, I just got to shut up and eat and let these guys talk. Because hmm. as much as I want to talk, as much as I want to like have this conversation and be part of my daughter's life. And, and you're good at it. All it's this the, stuff. Yeah. I'm like they need to they need to chat. So really, it was sitting on my hands with my tongue with is tongue. exactly what I thought of the phrase. And it was hard because it's it's not your nature just to sit oh, there and listen. Not to just show, uh, uh. Oh. Well, part of it is because you're so interested in people, right? You're yeah. you are genuinely a curious human being. So there's always an opportunity to open a door with a question, you know, and that's actually something I think you're very good at. And, uh, but I can also see where you understanding that in that moment in your child's life, it was best for you to let them be the main drivers of the conversation. And did you learn anything interesting from their conversation? Uh, yeah, they're both very cute. (laughs) I'd have gone deeper, right? (laughs) Right. There were a couple of things I think they missed out on in terms of tangents and, you know, deeper conversations regarding like the universe and everything, but it's fine. Yeah, well, it's Talk about what you want. They're still young. They'll work it out. <laughs> that is funny. Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. Taking a moment and stopping to listen is important. And depending on who you're with, you don't even really have to listen. Just make sure you're contributing the right amount to the conversation, which is sometimes zero. He says as he records the outro to a podcast he does five days a week, I get it. I make myself part of the conversation quite often. Have a great day and talk amongst yourselves.